Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Amanda. And you are listening to the Sam and Amanda Show podcast, where we love, laugh, and learn together. Thanks for listening in. Enjoy the show. Part of the show, so thank you for joining. Be sure you uh, like or share the page, and we'll be getting started here in just a few minutes. I'm ready. We're all ready. Hello, John and Nancy Holder. Thanks for watching. Hey, John, Nancy. Sure, love you guys. Appreciate you being part of this. Actually, I appreciate you being part of our lives. Test, 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 hey, test. Get it. You don't want to be here okay, for a commercial right now. So I'll just tell you something you do want to hear. No one is funnier than you. People laugh just thinking about the things you've said. But I'm laughing at one of them right now. Coworkers so, repeat your jokes at the office, but they're never as good as when you tell them. Things that we can say to those on trying. Facebook Live that we yeah. can't do to those on the radio. Something like we could do more fun facts about us. Everyone always talks about for those watching. It's becoming harder and harder to think of fun facts. I'm running out of stuff. For as old as he is, I would think he's got lots of fun facts to share. Hey, we could wrestle. <laughs> well, I have eight brothers, and so I'm, I'm no. And my dad was a state wrestling championship champion for five years. Your dad was? He, he coached. So I think that you would check a fun fact. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. And it did do the top of the hour this week. It's Sunday at 9, and that means it's time for the Sam and Amanda Show. Here is your host, Sam and Amanda. Hey, good evening. This is Sam. Good evening. This is Amanda. And it's great to have you in. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're excited. Glad you're here. Definitely. And we like to start every show with how you can contact us. So we have a Facebook page. So you can find us at The Sam and Amanda Show on Facebook. You can also email us at the same, the Sam and Amanda Show at gmail.com. Uh, you can also call us at the radio show um, because this is live. We are in the studio right now in the heart of DeSoto County, Florida. The phone number is 863-993-1480. And we like to start each of our episodes or our radio show programs with some fun facts about us so you can get to know us and... Um, see what we have in common. So if you have something in common with us, you can always you know, call in, write in, share it, so that um, we can get to know each other better. So, something cool and fun and interesting about me, I have 10 goats. I have one buck, one weather, and eight does. Sam, do you know what a buck is? I'm gonna guess a buck is a male goat. Yes. Correct. Do you know what a weather is? I have no idea what a weather it's is. It's also a male goat. That's been... Minus. Yes. That's been changed. That's been changed. It's been altered. So, yeah, I didn't know if I would confuse you with that. Yeah, and then eight does are just lady goats. So, there's a fun fact. Um, I saw I live on a small farm with some goats. And I also have two lab mixed dogs and a cat. And they're all black. My, my dogs and cat, my two dogs and my cat are all black. That was not deliberate. That was just... By chance. And so how did you get started in goats? Um, 
So I grew up with goats in Michigan, and we just raised them for fun. It wasn't uh, for eating or for milking or anything like that. Um, but what I do now is for eating and for milking. And so um, it was really reliving a childhood memory um, where I didn't actually take care of goats and the reality of taking care of goats. As an adult, I see all the work that my parents and brothers, you know, because we all kind of shared in the load of it, uh, put in. Um, but yeah, like I said, we do a little bit more with our goats than I did as a kid. So. Um, Are you trying to build a larger herd? Do you call it a herd? It is. It is a herd of goats. Uh, yeah, I would be fine with having more goats. In fact, hopefully, the at least four of the girls are pregnant with our buckling, um, with our buck. So yeah, we're we're growing our herd. We're not growing our cats and dogs though. No, the girl, they're they're all fixed. So we're good with that. Well, a fun fact about me: I really enjoy two activities, particularly with my son, my wife, my family, but any, anybody. One of those is go kart racing. Now, not, not like professional kart racing, but like if you're at Myrtle Beach and you go go-kart racing. You're on it. Anytime. In fact. Maddie will love it. My <laughs> other, she loves to run. My other fun activity is putt-putt. Oh. So I love good putt-putt courses, not the little dinky ones, and I love good go-kart courses. And so I've told Amanda this week, I think that we ought to have the Sam and Amanda show Go-kart tournament, or at least the Sam and Amanda show putt-putt tournament. What do you I'm, think? I'm on with the go-karts. Francesca loves putt-putt. She always kicks my butt at it. But. Have I, you ever been to the one that Tiger Woods have come up with, that the, the putt-putt Tiger Woods has done? No. Where I is think it? it's called Pop Stroke. There's one down in Fort Myers. When you get there, you look at it, and it's like, that it's got, it looks like a, a golf course, but it's a putt-putt course. And it's like... Got the sand traps. It's got Sorry. like little water features. It's like it's just neat when you look at it. Literally, if you were like, if you had like a one of those little things called the um, little helicopter things, the little drones. If you had like a drone with like a camera on it and you lifted up above it and you just took a shot down, you wouldn't be able to tell it wasn't a golf course. But you know, there's one at Disney that is one of the most difficult. They call it putt putt, um, and it's not in the parks. It's over near one of the hotels. And it is one of the most difficult, challenging, with the longest holes. There are no bumpers. There's no safety. There's rocks and water. I mean, real water. Yeah. And um, it's difficult, but it is so much fun. We played with another couple one time. The man got so irritated, he just started hitting his ball real hard. Is that the one with, like, the big windmill and, like, a waterfall on it? No, there's no, there's no toys or regular putt-putt types. That This looks like a real course. Except more difficult, more little hills than any real course has. Uh, only, of course, it's much smaller. But the Salmon Amanda Putt-Putt Tournament coming soon. Bring it on. You think you can handle it? I think I might cry if I lose. If that's what you mean by handle it, it will be handled. Are, are, do you like Putt-Putt? I am um, highly competitive, and it is not a sport that I am naturally gifted in, oh, so I try to stay that. away from it. I mean, that's a perfect if, combination. If you would like to play soccer, volleyball, basketball, softball. Too much running Even, involved. Oh. No, if you're highly competitive and you're not very good. Climbing a rope, I mean, for We're going for that. How about go-kart? I think right? I could probably talk to my the guy that owns the truck that I raise. I probably could get him to talk him into like going down on a practice night, and y'all could do you wouldn't have to race each other, obviously, but you could do time, time. trials and, and run on time. 
see who can go the fastest. Okay. Would you do I'll that? Talk, I'll talk to him. Okay, let me, talk, let me see if I can work that out. I'm pretty sure I can. Well, radio audience, she just shook my hand, so it is on. I and if not, I'll put a motor in my in my car and we'll take it out. Yeah, my Subaru won't have any. No, there's no pickup in that, so. Yeah, if, if we're going to drive and race something and do time trials, let's make it worthwhile. For sure. Oh, but running is... No. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. But race, yeah, once again, going. that's uh, one of that Jeopardy. I'll tell you what, I'll race you from my recliner to my refrigerator. <laughs> Can I tag Lisa in? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, my fun, fun fact is cool. going to lead to somebody getting hurt, no doubt. Racing. Feelings, hurt feelings. <laughs> yeah. So go-kart racing and putt-putt, the first sound in the Mandy Show tournament coming soon. Fair. Do you have another fun fact? Do I have another fun fact? Or, sorry. I was no, looking no, at myself, like, I was looking at myself, and then Miss Charlotte Allen is watching, so I was like, hi, and then I didn't listen to you. So you were typically. looking at yourself. <laughs> at the Facebook Live. Well, I was looking at you, too, but I was looking at Miss Charlotte Allen watching us. Okay, so well, the vain one of us is a little distracted, so I'll continue. <laughs> Do you have another? Normally, we have yeah. a couple of fun facts. I had two. I have go. Oh, you're just saying like animals in general. That was one fun fact. Oh, was that two? That was two. Oh, okay. I have all of my wisdom teeth removed. That, that explains a lot. You know, there's not really any wisdom in your teeth. Why do they call them wisdom teeth? Um, I think Google could answer that for you. I think we'll need to look into that another time. I think maybe because they come in when you're older and you're supposed to be wise. I'm not really sure. Did you ever get any? Is that is that why you're asking? I, I had wisdom teeth and I had to have them removed. Mm, me too. And so, thank you. <laughs> did you have them all? Did you have them done all done at the same time? I did. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I didn't like that. It was, it, was, it was fun. Okay, was I've got one more fun oh, fact. Oh yes. And maybe we need to move on to something else. Fair enough. There are more letters after my name than there are in my name. I don't even know what that means. Degrees. Now I never talk about it. I don't ask people to call me doctor or oh. anything. Oh. But if you add up the letters in Pastor Sam or oh, okay. in my name, Sam Letson, mm -hmm. it's the same number, not counting spaces, mm -hmm. nine letters. If you add up all the, the initials for my degrees, yeah. there's like 13 or 14 letters. Which degree actually matters? Like if you were going to put any letters after your name, what would it be? What do you mean, matters? Well, so, sorry, I guess, so would, would you be Dr. Sam Letson, Ph.D.? No, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't, can't. I wouldn't do it. Now, there are people that do both, but to me, you either put the doctor or you put the doctor letters. Are you a medical doctor? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know, I know this. <laughs> but our listeners might not know. What is your doctorate yeah, in? Please do not call with your medical. In fact, funny story. Seriously, in seminary, they taught us if you ever get your doctorate and you go visit in the hospital, you know, a lot of pastors, they call them Dr. Lesson or Dr. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, it's just Pastor Sam. I've always liked that much better. But they said if you get your doctorate and you go in the hospital to visit one of your church members, do not go in there and say, hey, Mrs. Smith, Dr. Letson here to see you. 
and he told a true story mm. of somebody who revealed a wound, a recent surgery, because they thought it was a medical doctor that had entered the room and mm. it was their pastor. Okay. That, so, re that relationship was never the same again after that. Yeah. So, no, um, I'm sorry, you asked a question. Which... And we both forgot what it was. <laughs> I said, which letters would you, which ones do you use most often or had you ever used? I don't ever use any of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess on my business card I would put them just very yeah. faintly, but... Um, and, you know, with, I'm interviewing, like, when we came to Arcadia, I mean, you know, the search committee knew what degrees I have, mm -hmm. and I guess, you know, it's good for people knowing you're qualified for what you're being hired for. Oh, but, sure. But no, I don't ever, ever do. It's just a fun fact. Yeah. You know, somebody might not know so that. So it's like one of the funnest facts I've ever heard. And on that note... No, you, I think go-kart racing would be more fun. Yeah. You can catch us again in just a couple of, maybe seconds, <laughs> on the Sam and Amanda Show after this break. I wasn't sure, I was going to say minutes, and then I was like, seconds, I'm not really sure. I like this new format, I can see you both well. Well, thank you for that feedback. We're trying to bring it closer so that you can see us a lot better. Hello, Martha Bonahan. nice to see you. Hey, that's my neighbor. Oh, hello, neighbor. Martha. It's hot in here tonight. I'm comfortable. Well, one of us is working hard. Or hardly working. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't see now. Quit with those. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So people can now see all of my facial reactions that I do, like, oh. Yeah, all, all <laughs> the eye rolls that really happen. So one of the things that my uncle Steve, who maybe he's watching, but probably not, because he works uh, early in the morning. He will, this is my mother's side of the family, he will um, tell a, a joke or a comment of some kind and he kind of like la always laughs at himself first. <laughs> or, <laughs> I can't even really do it, but he does that kind of thing and I, I find myself doing that also. I will laugh at myself even if no one else thinks I'm funny. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I, I tend to laugh at you also. Okay, I don't know if that's a good thing. After I've told the joke, or... Well, you want to come back to that? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, I guess I have, we haven't even said what the show's about. The show's about peace. Oh, the headphones. Is it hot in there, Pastor Sam? Who's asking? Arlie. Yes, it is blisteringly hot. It's hot. It's not that oh. hot. You can't tell. She's sitting near the door. But there is a fan a closer to me. In this corner, that breeze is not existent. It was warm today. Record heats. Heats? Is that a thing? Record heat. Heat. No S. <laughs> Record heat, people. Record heat. Please. So, heat. Somebody help us. Somebody help us. <laughs> the story, I mean, the topic tonight, the theme is peace. And we'll say this again when we get back on the air in a minute. Peace as in peace, not give me some of that pie. Pie's good, but tonight we're talking about the kind of peace 
that we can have with Jesus in our life. And we have stories about peace, having peace in difficult circumstances. Amanda's got some, I've got some. Other people that we've gathered together. So if you have a story about peace, make a comment, call us. Share your story with us. Hello, Miss Fabella. Thank you for joining us tonight. Robin? Oh. He says hi. <laughs> we have 10 seconds and we'll be back on the radio, but you get to watch it here on the Facebook Live. <clears throat> and we're back with the Sam and Amanda show. And we are talking about peace tonight on our show. This is one of the four um, Advent themes for the month of December that we're doing. So last week was hope. We got peace tonight. Love next week. Enjoy the last Sunday of the month. And um, so we are asking, you know, what does peace mean to you? And you can call in with your story of peace or comment on the Facebook show on the Facebook channel um, at 863-993-1480. So I have a story about peace or times that I felt at peace. And some of you may be able to connect with that. Um, I think long car rides are peaceful depending on who your riding partner is or if you have children in the back, right? Or who's driving. Who's driving. Well, it's sure. But yeah, long car rides are peaceful. You can look outside and watch the scenery and kind of just get lost in your thoughts or if there's music or, or podcast on or whatever, the radio. Um, they're peaceful. Have you ever, like, can you think in your mind, Sam, of a time when a car ride was peaceful and then the car ride was not peaceful? Well, the was not peaceful was, you know, clearly getting Lisa to the hospital when she mm. thought she was going into labor. <laughs> yeah. And that was not a peaceful car ride. And there have been other times, oh, I told one this morning at church about our car breaking down in Greensboro, North Carolina. Turned out to be a great day, but in the moment, it was not a peaceful car ride. <clears throat> but I agree with you. I've had car rides, and I love long car rides um, when you can kind of get lost in your thoughts. I mean, it's a really wonderful time to think, to pray, just to, to kind of clear my head. Uh, what I like, and well, I don't... I don't know if that's the right word, but every Christmas Eve, after our Christmas Eve service here in Arcadia, we leave, whoever's in town, we leave and go out of state for part of the Christmas holidays. And we drive through the night, and we get the family early in the morning on Christmas Day. And that through the night, not everybody in the car is usually awake. Mm -hmm. I'm driving, so most of the time I'm awake. And it really, there's no traffic on the road on Christmas Eve that late at night. Well, Santa, I mean. Well, obviously, but I mean, he's <laughs> above the road. Yeah, We're sure, on the sure. road. So it really is one of the most peaceful times of driving. And it is fun. It mm -hmm. is, I don't know if enjoyable is the right word. Peaceful. Definitely. It's I think peaceful. It, that's peaceful car rides are enjoyable. I have a, a funny uh, story about a not peaceful car ride. But I do think car rides are peaceful. Uh, our son, for whatever reason, there was a there was a period of time when he would get sick in the car, and he doesn't anymore. He's like a fantastic traveler, but 
he had some sort of, like, he wouldn't want to eat the chicken nugget or whatever. Maybe, I don't know if it was always food related or if he was just the car sickness, but he would throw up. And I tell you, most unpeaceful, terrible car rides are when your kid is sick in the back and oh, you're sitting in the front weird. and you're like, oh, I can hear it going everywhere. Oh, that's terrible. But another car ride that I do, a couple of car rides, um, were some of, that were some of the most peaceful times on the road were when I was going home because of a tragic situation, whether that was uh, something to have to do with my dad, my sister-in-law, my brother. There, I was on a car, I was on the road for about 15 to 16 hours from Virginia or South Carolina to Florida, and the car ride was peaceful, even though I know I was going to to pick up pieces of my family, or, I mean, not that I was the glue or anything, but going into a very traumatic situation to deal with family and um, knowing that something terrible had happened, loss, grief, pain, struggle, but the car ride was peaceful because it was a time of prayer, of coping, of coming to grips maybe with what was going on, and it was peaceful. It was like a, a weird um, juxtaposition. <laughs> let, let me ask you something. When you're in one of those kind of long car rides and you want your mind just to kind of go and, and you want peace, do you have music on or do you have silence in the car? Um, I have had, I do both. It depends on what even the music is like it's with the radio when you're going through states you don't know what the channel is going to be so a lot of time I'll just turn it off just t depending on how fast I'm going and which state I'm going through um, and then with the technology today the phone can play whatever you want whether it's Spotify or app or, or whatever um, Amazon music and so you can play whatever you want for the mood that you're in and so yeah I've done both um, I typically like silence particularly yeah. if everybody else is asleep just the roar of the road and silence and uh, me alone with my thoughts. Yeah. That's peaceful. Definitely. If I'm listening to music, we have you know, satellite radio in the car, so once you get a station, right. you have it the whole way. Yeah. I like that. What a benefit. I remember the days where, let's say you're listening to country, every once in a while you got to find the, the next you country gotta station. you got to turn it, yep. But um, I listen, if I'm in the car and I have satellite radio on, if it's Christmas time, it's Christmas music. Otherwise, it might be 70s music. Yeah, that's good. Mid to late 70s, much better than early 70s. Yeah. But, yeah, I enjoy that. I had a list. When I when I come home from vacation or or leave or whatever from the Marine Corps, I had my list for each state and when I when I had to change the channel. Oh, <laughs> right. I, had, I kept it and I just, like, would tape it on the dash on the way home. Yeah. So as soon as I'd get leave, like, the area where I was at, the next station, yeah. I'm just doing reverse on my back. <laughs> Another thing that Mark, you can identify with is something that was um, peaceful, and I, I wrote down even euphoric, is when you're doing a long road march. And you there's lots of pain. You know, your feet are blistered, your back is killing you. Not in the <laughs> Oh, you guys don't march in the... Oh, no, 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 no. It's not peaceful. Oh, it's not peaceful. Oh. You hear a lot of choice words. Oh, sure. All the way through. But there's, but there's noise discipline, so you have to be quiet. So there's times... when you It depends on the situation, but yeah. Sure. Well, so and what I was thinking was, I'm on a road march, my back is hurting, my feet are hurting. It's uh, very painful. We all have to have the discipline of being quiet, um, keeping on your path at the right distance. So there's all these different things going on that you're, you're calculating how far the distance can you see, checking your left and right. And it's peaceful, even though there's kind of chaos going on. 
and then you want to say all the choice words. Well, let me ask you this. Is, is the peace coming from the discipline? I don't think, I don't know. Or is it I don't, they don't thing, teach uh, you peace, I don't think. When, well, when I know, but, but, yeah. but I know what you're saying. It's, yeah. it, once you hit to a certain, once, once you get past the wall, Right, and that's what I've heard. Mm -hmm. Once you White get past the wall, it's just you're just going. Athletes, you just go. people yeah, like yeah. that, they have that wall. and, and you know. Once they get past it. Right. Once you pass the wall, it's just like. So is that the piece? You it's, get it's like, past the pain? So. Once you get past Maybe. the wall, it's like a physical piece. You just don't right. feel it anymore. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, now, nah, whatever. But along those lines, though, the most peace I've ever had is like, and it's going to sound crazy when you're out on patrol. Like yeah. In the woods, and it's quiet, and you're. Everybody, you just hear everything. It's just like you're taking it all in because you have to. But it's like, just kind of out here in the woods, kind of like just hanging out, you know. You know, and like when we're in Norway, we do like around where we were at, we go out there. It's cold. like I'm talking, you're talking minus 65 degrees. We're all wrapped up in our in our gear yeah. and stuff. But you got the northern lights above you. You know, you hear wolves out in the distance. How you know? It's just kind of like, and you just at one point you just stop and just take it in. It's just like wow, mm -hmm. it's awesome. Yeah, definitely the peaceful, I think the most peace that I've ever felt was long car rides and then something to do with military. Just, yeah. I think, you know, even where we live now, we have a kind of a big oval that we walk in our neighborhood. You know, the street just makes a big oval. <coughs> and we walk the dog every morning. But sometimes in the evening, we'll get out, Lisa and I will, and just walk the oval. And it's peaceful, you know, just to have a conversation or part of it to be quiet. Particularly once the sun is going down, you get these vibrant colors in Florida mm -hmm. the country. And then the stars come out, and where we are, there's not much light from the city, so the sky is just brilliant with stars. You know, those things spread across the galaxy. <clears throat> yeah, that God put, put in place, yes. Yeah, yeah. and so that is peaceful, you mm -hmm. know, for me as well. I, can I, do I have time to go to a different story? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. It's a different example of peace. Okay. And this happened to me recently. It hasn't happened in a long, long time, but it happened, I'll say, within the last seven days. Have you ever awoken, awakened in the middle of the night, and you sense evil, or you feel evil? You feel a presence that scares you mm -hmm. in the room with you? Yep. In the last seven days? No, 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 ever. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, not in the last seven days. Yes. I experienced it in the last seven days one night. Interesting. I have, definitely. When I was a kid, I'll tell you a story. Okay. But, what was, but yeah. have you you've experienced that way? I, I would say in the last ten days, yes. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that's why I find that very interesting. That what, you, well, we need to compare notes to see if it was the same night. I told my mother about it um, last Tuesday, so it was maybe Monday of last week. That's, almost a week. Maybe I, it has been a week. I'd have to go home and, and well, I'd have to take some time and think yeah. about exactly what was happening. But but it would be early last week. It was after last Sunday night show and before tonight's show. So it was early last week. Huh. But, <coughs> excuse me, again, it hasn't happened in months or, or longer than that. But I did. I, I have had this in the past and I had it one night recently. Wake up in the middle of the night. And I wake up every night. Okay. So it's not like one night I woke up. I wake up through the night, uh, almost every night. Waking up is normal. What wasn't normal that night was waking up and having a sense of evil. Okay. When you wake up and you have that sense, what do you do? Well, can I just tell you my little bit of a story then? Okay. So um, 
I was in bed. I woke. I sometimes wake up. It's not every night, but I woke up earlier than my alarm, and um, I like to sleep with the door, our bedroom door, open because of just the way that the breeze will move through the house. So I don't like to sleep with the door closed. Sorry, fire marshal. Um, but I saw a figure in our living room. So it wasn't in our bedroom, but it was, I mean, within 20 feet. And it was a shadowed figure, so, and I couldn't quite make out. I know I sound like a weirdo, but no, anyways. No, I so I wasn't um, afraid of it, though, because this has happened before. And I, uh, I pray, and I talk to God all day long, so I wasn't scared. But I thought, I'm not um, going to engage. You can just leave in Jesus' name. I'm going to plead the blood. And so I was like, man, I'm really thirsty. And so I was like, do I want to get up though and get a drink? And I was like, you know what? I'm not afraid. I'm going to go get a drink. So I got up and walked through the living room area into my kitchen to get water from the refrigerator. And the figure had was maybe within 10 feet and then it walked to the left towards the bookshelf or like where I have a lamp over there. Um, and when I got my drink water and was walking back through to go to bed, it was gone. And I, I mean, I was just praying uh, you know what? I, I don't need this in my life. Jesus, you know that I'm good with you, and anything that's not of you should leave. And, I mean, it was just like... Were you praying sil silently, or would you say that out I loud? I usually say that out loud. Oh, yeah, I want I want whatever it is. If it's of God and not of God, I am God's child. Now, so. I will admit, we may have some radio listeners in the Southern County or wherever you're listening to 104.5 who think we're nuts. But the other night I woke up and there was I had that sense that there was something in the room mm -hmm. that was bad, that was evil, I'll use that word. And I just prayed. Yeah. Jesus, make it go. And I say out loud, whenever that happens, I say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I just start repeating mm -hmm. his name. I don't tell the spirit to leave. I just start saying the name of Jesus out loud. And in about three seconds Either the, the peace comes and you know the evil's gone, or I go right back to sleep, mm -hmm. which I know is a sign that, you know. So I think just saying the name of Jesus, and, and I don't know when that started, and this doesn't happen often, but when it happens and there's a sense that there's something in your house or in your room that shouldn't be there that's bad, if you're a Christian, just say the name of Christ or say, you know, leave. In the name of Jesus, you deal with this. Mm -hmm. You know, we were joking at church the other day, or you know, a little joke about worry. We were speaking about worry, and uh, I, I told about the lady who said every night she turns her worries over to God because he's going to be up all night anyway, <laughs> and she just goes to sleep and mm -hmm. let him take care of it. And I have found peace when I'm able to do that. Even if I wake up in the middle of the night and sense there's something bad, just... Talk to God. Mm -hmm. Say the name of Christ. Say Jesus. And peace comes. I, um, I've had that experience before. And so when I was talking with my mother, um, I, I, she said, oh, you weren't afraid. And I said, no, I wasn't. Even, even if it was evil or not evil, I didn't have this sense that I was afraid. Um, and she said, it was because you've encountered it before. And I was before, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel confident that when I do my daily and throughout the day talks with God. And that's kind of why I was wanted to gather myself this evening when I said a prayer um, earlier, because I take that, um, that's very precious to me. And so I want to 
talk to God as he is king and lord of my, over my life, not just a flippant, okay, bless his food, amen, but, you know, creator of the universe, all things consist in you, and I want to be right with you before I <coughs> eat this meal or go throughout my day. So anyways, that was an affirmation for me, at least when I was talking with my mother and also my husband about it, um, that the more confidence, the more times you talk to God through those moments, I think that you you have a spiritual, um, you can recognize right. that a little bit more. And I was afraid. I actually was afraid when I woke up. Mm -hmm. It was a powerful moment, but saying the name of Jesus over and over brought peace. And we'll talk more about peace when we come back after this break on the Sam and Amanda Show. Oh. I have kind of the same thing, but opposite. Okay. I've had the evil thing happen when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. We lived in a house, and I never believed in ghosts or spirits or anything when I was little. And we were in a house one time, and my brother started screaming. I ran into his room. The drawers were opening by themselves. And people had said, this, nobody ever lived in this house more than like a month. And my mom and dad were like, so whatever. Because yeah. they said, like, like seriously. Like, and these people like, one of my dad's friends lived in this house and said, I'll never, lived, I'll never be here this way. He's like, he told my dad, he's like, don't move your family. There. So I'm telling you, that place is evil. Yeah. And I went in there, my brother's door. You know, my dad was over a truck driver. My mom came in and seen him. She freaked out. She called my dad. She's like, you need to get home. Yeah. He's like, what's going on? She's like, whatever, you know, whatever. Well, that night it stopped. We, we left the house by my grandma's house. We come back the next night. And my dad got home. And he's like, he looked all over, around here, whatever, so we all went to bed that night. And my dad walked in, before we went to bed, my dad walked in the kitchen, and like four knives come flying at him, and spiked him in the wall, and he was like, like a, it was like a, a plate on the edge of the counter fell and had knives sitting on it. Yeah. So, and it like hit the ground hard, and he just blew it off because it was a plate. Yeah. If we close that door, will the cold there blow in the air? It should, yeah. It'll be a little better. I don't know what's wrong with you. See, I just had an AC turned down before I got here. But it may just be me, guys. Oh, it's cool right here. Francis, Chick, Powers. But, uh. But that night we went to bed, woke up, heard water running in the kitchen or in the bathroom. Went to the bathroom, water's running. I was like, water should run. I got water turned off to this. Opened up the thing, and he had all the plumbing down because he was, he was fixing to fix yeah. it. All the plumbing was undone. The water was running into the sink, and it wasn't coming out the bottom of the sink. So my dad's like, get y'all stuff related. <laughs> we left, never, never went back into the house. Oh, wow. No, but like that's... As far as evil stuff, that's as close as I can put. No, peace wise, though, right after my, it happened to me twice, but right after my grandpa and my dad. Do we have any more comments? Yes. Um, Arlie says, Peace, peace. There is no peace on a world level, but if you trust Jesus, you can relax and bask in the love of God. You ready? Yes. And you're back with the Sam and Amanda show, and we're talking about peace tonight. Um, we're talking about what peace is, and what I wrote down was peace is tranquility, quiet, calm, law and order. I, these are my own notes, Sam. No, wait, wait, wait. Did you get that definition from somewhere, or you just came up with that on your own? Well, I wrote down tranquility because you said that's one of your favorite words. 
Oh, I see. Aha! Uh -huh. Another pat on the back for me that I listened during a message that you did on Sunday. Um, and then I did look up other synonyms of peace. But yeah. Okay, because I, I you know, always use the online Merriam-Webster dictionary. Sure, so okay. I did look up peace. And there were many different definitions, but the first one, the one I wrote down, used the same words you just said. Oh, okay. A state of tranquility or quiet. Oh, interesting. And you just said those words. I yeah. wondered if you used the same source, if you came up with it on your own. But I did underline tranquility. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's a beautiful word, and for me, that's what peace is. Mm -hmm. Tranquility. I also wrote down what peace is not. Do you want to take a guess? <clears throat> I did look up antonyms. <laughs> you knew I would. Uh, and okay. I, I didn't write those down. There were okay. just so many of them. Things like battle, conflict, mm. war. Yeah. What, what did you come up with? Well, uh, noise is the opposite of quiet. Sure, that's good. Okay. And then I did have uh, conflict, which is the opposite of uh, calm or law and order. And so what's the opposite of tranquility? Irritation. How about chaos? Sure. You like irritation better? I like irritation. Why are you looking at me when you say irritation? Because <laughs> my child's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh funny. But yeah, so that is what um, at least our our research has brought us to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary definition, synonyms and antonyms of peace. But if you have a different definition or what peace means to you, you can go ahead and let us know. Um, I have a verse. Go ahead. Um, as I was reading uh, the scripture this month, this month, my goodness, this week, uh, we're in Romans. And so Romans with my family. So Romans chapter 5, the very first verse says, we have peace with God. Yeah, I know, right? Well, if you just Google peace verses, that's going to come up, Pastor. <laughs> well, uh, give me a little bit of credit. But By the way, what, what y'all can't see on the radio is I was just pointing out to her on my list of verses, I also have Romans 5, 1. Let's go ahead and read it. Well, I found Romans 5.1 because I actually read my Bible. So I have peace with God because of the justification by faith through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the Messiah. And I really liked how St. Paul tied the God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit all in together with that, pretty much that one verse, like yeah. what he did for us. He did and then he job. brings us peace. Yeah, he did pretty good writing scripture, didn't he? <laughs> he did, yes. Yes, he did. I don't, I don't know why. Uh -huh. he, had good, he had a good um, inspiration. Uh, so did you have another verse besides the one that I had? Well, sure. I have several. Oh, just one. I yeah. think he reads his Bible too a little bit. <laughs> of course. Maybe, hopefully. Oh, uh, how about, um, I don't know. I'll pick um, John sixteen thirty three. Okay, what's it say? I'm glad you have. <laughs> John writes, I have said, this is actually Jesus speaking, <clears throat> I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world, and this goes back to one of the comments one of our Facebook Live listeners just made, in the world you will have tribulation. That's mm. a good word for the opposite of peace. Uh, yeah, definitely. But take heart. I have overcome the world. Mm. So, in Christ, he promises that we'll have peace. Later, he promises he gives us his peace. The world gives peace and takes it away. Things happen. <clears throat> but Christ's peace is lasting. I have a story about a man. Can I share that with you? Yes. Are you a little busy there? No, okay. I, I just can't believe it. Time is flying. And I want to say hello to Carla Power from Fort Myers. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Carla. It's nice to meet you. Long ago, 
a place far, far away. No, okay. not really. But there was a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a man, a very wealthy man, and he, he wanted a painting to add to his collection, but he wanted to represent peace. And he wanted to be the perfect painting that would communicate peace. And so he commissioned a contest. He, he looked and looked. He couldn't find one that he was satisfied with. So he commissioned a contest, and the winner would get some big cash prize. And he, the man, would get the painting. Add it to his collection. Best painting representing peace. So artists from all over submitted their paintings. And the day arrived, and the judges uncovered one peaceful scene after another. Marvelous paintings. People had gathered to watch and view, and, and they awed and, and cheered at each one. Tension grew because there were only two pictures left that were still covered. A judge pulled the cover from the next to the last one, and a hush fell over the crowd. It was a mirror smooth light, like where I grew up in, in the mountains. It reflected a, a green birches under the soft blush of an evening sky. Along the grassy shore, a flock of sheep, not goats, but sheep, grazed <laughs> undisturbed. It was just a beautiful pastoral scene in the mountains. And the man who initiated the contest uncovered the one remaining. The crowd gasped. Surely this one was there by mistake. It was a tumultuous waterfall cascading down a rugged crag of a precipice. The crowd could, almost looking at it, you could feel the cold of the wind and the rain, <coughs> excuse me, the mist, stormy gray clouds were overhead. I mean, there was nothing peaceful about it at all, except this one little tree on the edge of the cliff had a little limb that was going out right in front of the waterfall, like it was trying to catch the power of the water. And if you look closely, right in the little part of a limb, a little bird had built a nest. Hmm. And this mother bird was asleep in her nest with her wings covering her eggs. And so the man picked that one as the painting that best represented peace because it's not the lack of the storm or the lack of, uh, what was the word, tribulation. It's the ability to be calm and have tranquility in the midst of the storm <clears throat> and the tribulation. And that little mother bird was doing that. So, true Very story, well. the man picked that painting. That's the one that won. Mm -hmm. And that's the one he added to his collection that best represented peace. That sounds a lot like my car ride. I know I'm going into the tribulation of the situation, but on the way there, and then knowing that when I get there, but an overwhelming... Peace will will be with me. That's a good story. Absolutely. Someone said peace consists not in the absence of turmoil, but in the presence of God. So we're going to have turmoil. We're going to have those days. But in the presence of God, it's the peace that Jesus gives. It's not the absence of trouble, but it's the confidence that Jesus is always there with you in the midst of trouble. And he's promised. It takes you through it, over it, under it, around it whatever you need to do to accomplish what he has for you. I have one, if you would like to hear it. Yeah, sure. I have actually, it's two and I'll make them short. Both happened after like very, very tough time. <clears throat> First time it happened when my grandfather passed away. Um, I, I was living in Texas, wound up moving back home, stay with my grandmother, help her out. And uh, 
I was always just it 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 was it was hard for me to deal with. The first time I ever had to deal with like massive loss, you know, like I mm. lost I lost some friends and accidents and things. I've never lost anybody like close to me, so that was, it hurt really bad. And I and I fought with it, struggled with it for like a couple months. One night I was I was I was, I was, I was asleep. I'm not, I was sleeping hard, and I had this weird dream that I, I was back in the military, and we got gathered for this. I don't even remember what it was, but anyways, we were sitting there, and I was sitting there watching this information from this general whoever it was and I felt a hand come on my shoulder I turned around to my grandfather mm. he, was, he was dressed in his Marine Corps blues and he said it's going to be okay I, I'm, mm. I'm, I am great I'm good where I'm at just I'm okay and I woke up and I just had this mm. this peace of right. like it is going to be okay mm. so I was like I was like and it was so like it was so real but I don't know I don't know if he was he's not got to come back and say just let me know because I was fighting with it so much that he wanted to come back and tell me that, but it was so real and it just like, but when I woke up I did I have this massive sense of like peace over myself and it was just it was just great. And then go ahead tell the, your second story and then, then I got a thought. <laughs> the next one was when my dad when my dad passed kind of the same situation I struggled with, and with my dad though I really struggled with him because I don't know. Well, my grandfather, I was pretty sure he was saved. I knew because he grew up in the church, and I knew he had been baptized. I knew he, had, you know, he had had his demons growing up and all that stuff. But my dad, all, I, I always struggle with, with salvation, and that, that hurts really bad. And I just yeah. always struggle with it. And about two years ago, kind of the same thing. I, I was I was sleeping really hard, and he liked to have get-togethers at the house and have parties and all this. And he was like, you know how everybody says you got moved to the family. Mm-hmm. You don't know until it's gone. Well, we found out that my dad was blue. Yeah. So, but I was, I had this, it, it was so, so realistic that, you know, we were there and, and this is after, he, the party was after he had passed so we had this big party. And I'm sitting on the, and I was sitting on the couch in my mom's house and all of a sudden come walking out of the room with my dad. And it kind of freaked me out because I was like, you know, you're, he's like, so I'm good. He's like, just go live your life, be good. I, I'm, I'm good. Mm. It will be okay. And, and, and I'm okay. You just go be okay yourself. And I woke up. Same yeah. thing. Same thing. Thinking about it, I even get choked up now because it's just I, that just that peace that come from that was awesome. So, so my my I have a spiritual question now because that's a good prompt. Do you think that God allows um, people who have passed on? Who I don't know if you if your family was Christian or not, but those that have passed on that have gone to life everlasting, that God allows them to give a message, or that it He allows your memory to to relay a message to you, kind of thing. I don't, I don't know. I but if it would have been just a dream, I don't think I would have felt. Sure, yeah. I don't Because that's I, not a memory you've had. Usually dreams are like you're piecing yeah. together memories. But yeah, that's, no, no. It, but both both of these were nothing yeah. that I'd never done before. And it's something, you know, it's, I'd never, the the place where I was, the place, the, my, the dream I had my grandfather, the place we were at, it was the theater at Camp Lejeune. Hmm. He'd been there before when they first built it. And I was there too. Yeah. So it's not like, I'd been there before, but I'd never done anything like that. I watched a movie there and some other stuff. But, but just the realism and the, and just the the frankness of them 
and what they said. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when I woke up, just the peace I felt. If it would have been just a regular dream, I don't think I would have felt like I did. Because, and, in, and, in the, and in both situations, with my grandfather, it was about a year after he passed. Mm, okay. And with my dad, it was almost five years. But I, but both of them, I struggled really. Well, with my grandpa, I struggled just because I, I never felt that loss and I was worried. And but with my dad, I struggled with his salvation. I didn't, mm, okay. I didn't know. And my mom had told me that you know he, he was growing up, you know he, you know so. But I was, so, but I struggled for five years, and that's when kind of like that happened. So mm-hmm. and then like I said, both of them, the peace was real. It wasn't like a dream. Yeah. So I, I don't know, what do you, what but do you, I would I would say in my personal opinion, I'll, from experience from those two, I would say yes. What do you think, Sam? The question is, does God allow Christians to come back with a message? And not, I, I, I that's not the best way to frame the question. I understand, but do you think that God allows a peace to come over somebody who is who has such a deep loss and is grieving? to to be able to um, come to an understanding of God's love through a message of from the, from a from their loved one. Okay. I don't. I, yeah. Now, now I don't want to. I don't want it to sound like we've we've uh, brought Samuel back from the dead. You know, right. I, it's not. We're not talking to the dead. We're not going against scripture, but I think God allows uh, a moment. Of similarness like that to that, that's an interesting question. Does God allow us to have a peace? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Does God allow um, a dead friend, family member, to speak to me in my visions or dreams? Is a different question mm-hmm. in my, in my yeah. mind. Does God provide peace? Absolutely. We've already read verses where He promises to do right. so. And there are, you know, dozens more. So for the Christian, peace is a reality if you want it, if you are will accept it. Um, now it's up to you to live in tranquility instead of chaos. Despite what's happening in the world or in your life around you, allowing a dead person to come back and speak. Yeah. There, go ahead. It's not coming back to life. Right, it's right. not. Yeah, I, I just a vision, okay, a dream. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, they didn't actually show up and knock on my yeah, door. Yeah, right. right. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, two verses, I think. Yes or uh, no, Sam? Two verses, I think. Uh, <laughs> my answer is no. Okay. My answer is I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. If I have to choose, my answer is no, based on two passages. Okay. One, the rich man and Lazarus, mm-hmm. which is a parable, but Jesus doesn't put untruth in parables. Mm-hmm. So any detail in the parable is true. The rich man begged Abraham, you know, the Lord, mm-hmm. to send Lazarus, the poor man, back, the beggar, back, to warn his brothers. And the answer was no. They have the prophets. They have scripture. Mm-hmm. Let them read that and know. But they, he was specifically asking to raise somebody from the dead this is a piece coming from Again, a it's dream. a, a okay, slightly yeah. different situation. Mm-hmm. The other passage I would go to is the point of the man wants to die and then the judgment. Mm-hmm. For example, there are books out there written by pastors who claim they died, went to heaven, and came back. I, I'm, I'm highly, I haven't read the book in all transparency, but I am skeptical because of the verse that says, hey, Jesus told the one thief on the cross, 
today you'll be with me in paradise. Mm -hmm. He didn't say today you'll be with me in paradise, but in a couple of weeks he'll come back and talk to you, you know, the cousin. Mm -hmm. You know, it's appointed unto man once to die. Now there are exceptions and miracles in the Bible, but those miracles are to demonstrate the power of Jesus, that he is the Messiah, he is God in the flesh. So there are verses that lead me to think, once a Christian passes from this life to the next, we are too occupied, we are too focused on the Lord, we are in His presence, we are praising Him. I, I don't know that coming back, even in a vision or dream, is something that God allows. It might be. I don't see scriptural evidence. And it's possible, because I, I was not given this question ahead of time, <laughs> it's possible that there is some scriptural evidence, and I'm just not recalling it at this moment. Do we need to take a break? Yes, we need to take a break. All right, well, we'll be right back. We're going to get into some lighter conversation here <laughs> as we come back after the break on the Sam and Amanda Show. Thanks for being with us. Masani in the Comedy Zone. King's Highway and Port You have to take this break, and then you got like, you got like eight minutes, and we'll do a couple of hours. Are you okay? Yes. I will have to use the bathroom. Oh, okay. I didn't say it. Oh, no, 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 no. I could be wrong. Huh? I could be wrong. I think too many people have it. This is my take. It, it may not be your loved one. It may be the Dr. Lord himself doing it and saying, using yeah. the image of your loved one to give you that peace that, that you talked about. Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. think there's too many people that have a, si a situation like that where like, no, I have peace because of this, and you're a believer, not going to be swayed by an evil presence trying to give you a false message. If it's good, it's coming from God. I guess that, that's so more like part of my... Go ahead. And you're back with the Sam and Amanda show, and as promised, we have lighthearted conversation coming up. Right now, we're going to go into some Facebook questions. Every day, we post a Facebook random question on our The Sam and Amanda page. First question, what comforts you on bad days? <laughs> I, I wrote a couple of things. The first one I wrote with an exclamation point. A nap. Oh, I thought you were going to say Sadie Mae's chocolates, but all oh, right. Oh, <laughs> Sadie Mae's chocolates is always macaroni and cheese. Mm. Oh, man, yeah, comfort food. What no, else? A nap. Uh, a nap. Or, okay. you know, obviously prayer, mm -hmm. reading scripture, walking, talking with Lisa. Mm -hmm. Now, all of those things bring comfort on a really bad day. Definitely. Oh, and I wanted to say hi to Lisa and to Christine who are watching. Thanks for joining us. Well, how about for you? What brings you comfort on a bad day? Um... I like, this is going to sound silly for those that don't have chickens and goats, but I like watching my chickens and goats. I think that God has blessed us on our little farm, and going out and watching them is a comforting, um, is a comforting thing for me. Oh, I, mean, I don't I, think that's silly at all. I like watching chicken. Yeah, the watching chicken cook. <laughs> it, you know, from the plate in my mouth. There's something about... Fried, <coughs> three, barbecue, I like watching Oh, all sure. Um, tossing some chicken feet out there and just watching them peck at the ground and, and you kind of... chicken feet? Chicken feed. Oh. Chicken feed out there. I do not eat chicken feet, by well, the way. No. Me neither. I mean, some people do. They have it in... It's like chicken soup or whatever. I don't know what they use this for. It's gross. 
Chicken stock is made with chicken feet. Do you? I'm not coming yeah. to your house. For I'm lunch. kidding. Oh, okay, moving on. Do you, next question, do you treat yourself and your body with respect? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I don't really okay. know what you mean. So, in other words, or uh, um, another way to ask it is, how do you practice self-care? Take a shower. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're talking about personal hygiene. I am not talking about personal hygiene. I'm talking about how do you keep, do you know what a mental health day is? I mean, it's sort of new. Is it the army now? No, I no. I I mean, I'm not old school army, but I'm not fresh army either. Yeah, no, they, they, day yes. just kind of take a day. Yeah, for like self care. Okay, yeah. You, yeah. treating yourself with respect. It's kind of all the same avenue. And getting out and walking the dog. Taking every a walk, day. or even going to the beach. You have like a day where you're gonna have a vacation, or not even a vacation, but like right, just a regular hours, day right. where you don't have to. Necessarily worry about the rest. Actually, of our lives. where we lived in St. Pete, we did this almost. Friday was always my day off, and almost every Friday we yeah. went to the beach for a few hours. And so, yes, I mean Friday was our self care. Our what do you call it? Treat your body and yourself with respect. Yeah. Mental health day or self care. Mental health yeah, yeah. day. Yes, that Friday was always that. You know, and still Friday is usually my day off now, but our Fridays get more busy here for some reason. So it's, it seems sure. harder to have a whole day where at least I can just get away. Yeah. Um, don't know why, but that's just life right now. Two thoughts on that, but I'll move on. <laughs> no, by all means. Please. Uh, we'll come back to that later. Um, make sure you make a note. <laughs> I was going to say, one of the things that I regularly do is I get chiropractic care because it's good for you. I haven't gotten a massage in a few months. Too many months, but I need one, and I need to get my hair done. Like, that's just all part of self-care. Get your hair trimmed. Get your back adjusted. Oh, yeah, I feel the same way about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just taking care of yourself when nobody else will. No, gosh darn it. Um, the two things I was honestly thinking of, I, you get so busy because you don't have the same kind of church system that you came from. You don't have multiple leadership roles at the church, so you, you are taking on more responsibility here. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was obvious. <laughs> so I have another question. Okay, go ahead. Name something you eat that other people would consider to be gross. I, I looked at this question when it was posted that day on Facebook, and I really couldn't come up with anything oh, that I so eat weird. that other people would think would be gross, other than perhaps. And I haven't you had them. Chicken in, feet, I'm gonna throw something. No, at you. no, no, no. <laughs> I haven't had them in ages, but I used to really love them because of their salty. Uh, fried pork rinds that you oh, buy in the bag. Yeah, I, no, I well, don't. Do you see her expression? I knew Cause some smoked, people. Because she's from up north, Pakistan. You gotta give you Michigan. Gotta give, yeah, you gotta give her a break. Yeah, I mean, she, okay. Do you know pork, what a pork, pork rind is? I do. They're, they're like styrofoam. I, you know what I like? Yes. The, yeah. You know what I like? They're like very fluffy. They you know what? You know what actually what it is, right? It's pig skins. You take the skin of a pig. That makes it a little less. Appealing, I think. I love it. No, but my favorite, I like the crack ones. No, 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 no. Oh, I, I love them when you fry them down and they got a little bit of fat on Oh, yeah. So, what was your food you ate that some people would think was weird? I grew up eating peanut butter and fluff, but that might be something. What that's is done. fluff? It's marshmallow. Like, it's marshmallow in a, in a jar. Oh, heavens. It's good. I What's mean, wrong with it? It's neither peanut butter and jelly. That's yeah. Peanut butter one. bananas. Peanut butter Elvis banana is, is number two. Do it for Elvis. 
I did Yo, have somebody um, I knew that did peanut butter and potato chips on the stage. Oh, sure. I've heard of Pe- that. Peanut butter, jelly, and Doritos, yeah. <laughs> Normally, my peanut Doritos are on the plate, not on the sandwich. Well, when you're a child and you need something different, you put those Doritos right inside. Okay. On and the sandwich? Oh, heck yeah. yeah. I want to get to that next butter. question, though. Hey, we got to go to the top of the break stuff. We can do it when we get back. Okay. All right. We'll pick up with Facebook questions on the Sam and Amanda show after this. Thank you, Arlie, for um, keeping the conversation going. She does self-care um, conversation with her creator, but she also said something about um, quality time with her husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah, talking with her. So I'm going to bathroom break. Don't take a bathroom break for your own. We'll be back in a couple minutes. We want to be the after 40 years, we've helped a lot of people. Some of them didn't see us in Westchester Golden Diamond. The Bears plus behind each other. For us, that hour went very, very quick. It was a fun hour. I know it was a little serious, but uh, thank you for hanging in there with us. And again, if you have any stories, Similar to anything we've been talking about, if you want to be part of the show, you can email us at the Sam and Amanda Show at gmail.com or you can call the studio. Let me get that number for you again 863 863 993 1480. 863 993 you think this is metal? What? You think that's metal? Yeah. Is it metal? I think it's metal. It looks like it. It looks like it. I'm going to put it in the microwave. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Don't put nah, it in the microwave. No, I'll put it in the microwave. By the way, what do you call these? We have an ongoing disagreement. Is this a cup or is this a mug? Share your thoughts. Also, I mentioned if you want something from the store, you can get it. None of that money goes to any of us. It goes to help pay the cost of putting this show on every week. We appreciate your support. What food do you eat that other people would consider to be gross? What a question. Now, these questions that we're posting on our Facebook page, that's the Sam and Amanda Show on Facebook, one post every day, come from a book called 3,000 Questions. And we're just going through them one right after the other, the order they appear. And um, I hope it's entertaining and fun for you. It's a mug. Robin, you're hurting me. Oh, mug. But all these people are saying mug. Aww. Are y'all from like up north? They from up north. This one uh, says mug. This one mug. says cup. Cup. Mark says cup. That's two to one. I mean, obviously. Maybe it's male and female. That's not true. I mean. Says what? My grandma says cups come with saucers. Okay, yeah. I like that. Okay. So do aliens. <laughs> I already did. I have I'm all the way down the front. Does that happen in the restroom or in here? No, I was walking in. I was like, whoa! 
<laughs> can't walk and drink water at the same time. Are you going to go to the next question or are you going to go to the song? I want to do this song. We can revisit questions. Okay. Yeah. Where? Have you ever broken the law? Yes, I have. And I have broken the law and not been caught. And I will Other, other than speeding or stop something. Yes, yeah. I was. How old, How old was I? I was young. I was a senior in high school. Or younger, yeah. Okay. You're not going to talk about it on there, though. No. Okay. Not a mug. Thank you, Michaela and Kenny. So we that's a husband not and a wife. Not a mug. Jonathan. Not a mug. Hello, sir. Um, thank you for joining us. Could you tell us if this is a cup or a mug? Cup. It's cup. Mark says cup. I say cup. I think I can. Jonathan's typing. It says mug. No, he didn't. You say no. coffee cup, not coffee it's mug. Coffee mug. It's coffee cup. Well, cups. cups I would call it a sausage. coffee cup right. if it was like the paper or the styrofoam kind. Yeah, first of all, let's is that the song? This first one. It's, it's David Bowie and uh, Bing Crosby, yeah. Rum pa pum pum. You don't have to play the whole thing, right? And you're back with the Sam and Amanda show. What you were just listening to was Peace on Earth by David Bowie and Bing Crosby from 1977. And um, we're talking about peace today, and we're also having a conversation about coffee cups or coffee mugs. And our Facebook listeners have said, would you like a mug of coffee? No, a cup, please. Thank you. That comment is now disqualifying you from any future <laughs> guest that? appearances. Michaela and Kenny. Michaela and Kenny. I don't and then I'm also keep watch, watch keeping up appearances. I'm not really sure what that's in reference to, but thank you for commenting and participating with the show. So we're talking about peace today. And there's a song about that. Believe it or not, there's actually lots of songs about peace. And this being the Christmas season, um, Christ Jesus is our peace. And so a lot of the songs that we hear on the radio have peace in them. Like, hark the herald angels sing. What's the line, Sam, with peace? Oh, okay. I love the way you give me prep work. And, and I literally give him the show notes, my show notes, on Monday for Sunday's show. So he has six days to look these things up. But you know what he does? Erase, erase, delete, backspace. backspace I delete backspace. your stuff and I put in my stuff because you're going to cover your stuff and I'm going to cover my stuff. So what's the line in Hark the Herald Angels Sing? We've been doing this six weeks, and you have never <laughs> asked me the line from a song. Heart, love, love. <laughs> Keep going, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Everybody uh, just turned off the radio. So when, when you asked last week, do you know that song? And we had, you're like, okay, sing it. 
Do you remember that? You don't remember that? No. Oh, I'm just speeding it right back at you with an easy one. Peace on <laughs> earth, goodwill toward men. I Obviously, thought you would... that's the lie. I didn't know you wanted that. Lie. I thought, mm, yeah, okay. So, do you know the song Peaceful, Easy Feeling by the Eagles? My wife would kick me out of the house if I did not know an Eagles song. Yes, I oh, know okay. that song. Peaceful, Easy Feeling. I know that song. Okay. No. Was this like a music trivia section? <laughs> well, there's a song about that, and we do it every second hour of the show, Mark. Oh, Having been here with us now six weeks, I feel like you should know this, but that's okay. Nope. We're talking about peace. Show you how much I pay attention. <laughs> and this next one, I know you know, and you can sing it, or at least chant it. It's called Love, Peace, and Harmony by... By my favorite group. Bow, wow, wow. This song came out in 1983, which is my birth year. <coughs> and it is one of the um, most interesting songs I've ever heard. And you wouldn't have even listened to it unless you looked up songs about peace. And then you would have found Bow, wow, wow. No, you did. Love, peace, and er harmony. Early in the week, you, you did talk to me about this song, and, and you brought it up on the computer, and I listened to it. And it is probably the worst song I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I do not recommend anybody else looking up. <laughs> song? But if you want, it's the so title funny. of the song, Love, Peace, and Harmony. In fact, I think Love, Peace, and Harmony, those four words, are the only four words in the whole song. They just say them over and over again. It is it is a terrible... What's, who sings this? Bow, wow, wow. Le, yeah, I I thought it would be some sort of like... That's the worst band name ever in the Alternative. World. Oh, it's it's hilarious. You will I was, you When will you laugh. said that, I was thinking like Little Bow Wow, Little Rapper. Right, yeah. No, I, not not a rap song nope. at all. Just nope. more of a chanty chant song. No, basically what done. you're saying is I'd rather listen to a rap song. Yeah, yeah. You you don't actually want to listen to this. But it's comforting to know that there are songs about peace. You can Google them, look them up yourself, um, and see if they're true to their name. Um, this one I think you'll find does not bring you love, peace, or no, harmony. <laughs> oh, funny. So yeah, there is my, there's a song about that segment. And we're moving on. We can go back to Facebook questions. And go ahead. You have a thought? Well, I just the next question, I'm, I'm curious to, to your answer. The question was, have you ever broken the law and did not get caught? If so, what happened? So, there was this one time that I won't tell you about. But yes, I have. I have broken the law. I have not gotten caught. And what happened was I I get eaten up inside when I think about it sometimes. Do you really? You, yeah. You still feel bad about it. I there's there's nothing I can do to make it right because it's been so long ago. It's been over was twenty it years. No, it's been over twenty years. This at least this one specific thing that came to mind when I read the question um, on Facebook. Um, but there's nothing I can do about it, and to even like bring it up to the because I was I had accomplices. So to bring it up with the accomplices, <laughs> um, would you rob a bank? Yeah, I no no. To to bring it up would be it would just be like, why'd you do that? You know, it, it would be silly. Okay, so, let me ask you this. I, I would never ask you to reveal something on the air that you were uncomfortable with. Sure, okay. And likewise, I wouldn't. Either. Yeah. And I would I, I wouldn't do it even off air on Facebook Live. Okay. But just you and I. <laughs> <Part> <laughs> <of> <laughs> 
us three. Yeah, yeah, okay. What? What's the question? Just, just away from the uh-huh. live stream, away from the radio. I could tell you in a counseling session as my clergyman, yes. Where it was held confidential by, yes. by all the rules yes. of such. Yes. Yeah, you can tell me on record, like, just, hey, you know, snitches get stitches. <laughs> mm-hmm. But let me ask you this. I, you could tell me in that circumstance, but yeah. would you tell me in would I don't confess? feel like I need to confess it as 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 if I don't already have the forgiveness. Oh no, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. Okay. But would you tell me? Yeah, I could. Okay. It is not so awful that I would even go to jail. It's not. It's not. Oh yeah. Oh. I mean, it might be a fel- felony, maybe, maybe a misdemeanor, but yeah. If you would go to jail, for Dep- it, I mean, especially California laws now. And how old are you? How, I mean, uh, how, <laughs> how old were you then? I I. I think I was 17 or 18. And you were in California? Uh-huh. Okay, we can probably track this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get funny. Right yeah. um, and what about you, Sam? Did you ever break the law? Let me ask this qualifying Did, question. He was, his nickname in high school was St. Samuel, so probably not. <laughs> don't ask me this question, please. Don't. Okay, I, I, I need Funny. to qualify something. Okay, what's that? Is there an age limit? Like, have I ever broken the law as an adult? Well, no. Oh, I see. Yeah, no. Yeah, whatever. Because yeah. technically, your juvenile record is sealed, and so I do not have to answer the question. Okay, so I, all like, of the above. <laughs> Yes, I did do something when I was probably in elementary school, so it couldn't have been that bad. I was mm-hmm. in elementary school, and I did not get caught, and it might have been slightly illegal at the time. Um, and I will tell you off air, away from Facebook, in a counseling session, mm-hmm. where, you know, the what was uh, it's confidentiality. That's how, what yeah. we. It, it, uh, the word will come to me after I'm home tonight. But yeah, I mean, sure. Who hasn't done something in the Privilege past? communication? Privilege. Yes. Yeah. You, you speed, you break a law. Yeah. Well, yeah, but. Or a stop sign, you break a law. Yeah. We said a while ago, other than traffic. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I was in the other room making my cocoa because yeah. I missed the cookie. <laughs> you know, she goes to the restroom, he goes and makes cocoa. I'm in here by myself. I'm doing what I can. Yeah. So, Thank you for not asking me that question. Do you want. <laughs> Another yeah. question. Well, the next one was really good. I yeah, thought. I yeah, I like this one. Good. Name something you fear might change you. I liked what some of our um, our fans. I can't believe we can call them that. Some of our fans um, have answered, and it was something to the effect of, "If I lost uh, my spouse or my children, and um, I said, nope, I'd be great. I'd have a party." <laughs> I said, I, I fear having a highly popular radio show would change me. Did you see what uh, my brother put? <laughs> that his brother, <laughs> yes. That was good. If his brother was highly popular on the radio, Do you yes. really think having a highly, let's say this thing. I don't know how it would change me. So that that's part of the, like, uh, to okay. what degree of change. Okay, I want to come back to that. Okay. What I put was money. Now, and I don't sure. mean a little bit of money. A lot I mean, of it. like a few million, that's not going to change me. If I get up around the two, three, four, five hundred million dollar mark, but then I got, I don't believe it would change me. I don't think popularity would change you. I think those kind of things reveal who we really are. Yeah, yeah. There's some things I may not do because I can't afford to do 
Mm -hmm. And if I had untold millions, maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't. I, I don't really think that maybe if I was 25, I would be sure, yeah. susceptible to change. But at this age, you know, I don't know that excessive money would change me, but, you know. Yeah. I think, I think if, it, at, well, even at my age, I think excessive money would just allow me to do things that I want to do for people that want to help. Right. You know, like, I don't know. You win like a massive amount of money, or if somebody just leaves it to you, I always told friends the first thing I do is I like I pay the mortgage off of the church. Yeah, I know. I pay right, off my right. family's mortgages. I would like you know, I would. Well, for the record, at our church we don't have a mortgage, but we'll take your time. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, but, but I'm, you know, what I'm saying same, I, would, similar, I would pay. I would. I would do. I would. I, would I think that once you you so like my husband and I, we, you have accepted a, a certain kind of lifestyle. I would hope that money or a wealth of any kind isn't going to change the lifestyle that you've chosen or even been convicted of living. So, um, yeah, I do see if this radio show became, you know, super widely popular, mm -hmm. it would change your lifestyle. A smidge, maybe. You might yeah. not be home every day. Oh, sure, take sure. Take care yeah. of the animals and mm -hmm. things It like would change that. a little bit. Yeah. I have, just with a little bit of yeah. Success I've had with my show, it's changed a little bit. Where <laughs> it's just funny. About six months ago, we were in Port Charlotte at Walmart on Kings Highway. I'm sorry, I have a cookie in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, me and Maddie were there. And we were looking for something, and I seen this. I just noticed this lady walk by, and she stopped and looked, and then she just kept going. I was like, oh, whatever. She came back by again and looked, and I'm like, all right. Next thing I know, she's on the other end of the aisle looking, and I'm like, hmm. So I'm kind of like, Maddie, get over here. Yeah, right. You know, so, and then out of nowhere, she's like standing next to me. I'm like, okay. She's like, are you working for Mark in the morning? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, I love your show. I was like, well, I'm on the radio. How do you know? She's like, your Facebook page. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, funny. <laughs> cool. Like, Thanks for listening. Yeah. You know, so. Well, I've got kind of the opposite story. And please don't give any details about where or when this happened, okay? Mm-hmm. Amanda and I were somewhere recently. That's all we're going to say. And a lady came up to Amanda and said something like, uh, I mean, I tuned her out. I don't really remember exactly <laughs> what she said. But something like, oh, don't you have a radio show? I, I, she, well, what she said was, oh, you're the one from the radio. And, yeah, something like something that. With just as much enthusiasm. And said it to Amanda and completely. With her not, back towards Sam. Did not address me at all. <laughs> Hey, oh. we got to take a quick break. All right, you'll be right back with the Sam and Amanda Show as we talk about peace. Hey, everyone, this is Mel Jackson. Tune in with us every Saturday That's from funny. 3 to 3 p.m. Yeah, that was. Yeah, no, that was like, I was like, you know, and then. That's cool, though, that Facebook is what, because, yeah, with, with radio, they're not seeing who you are. I mean, but, yeah, the Facebook really does add, add a certain level. Like, like, also, too, I've noticed, like, when I Let's do this, yeah. Yeah. With me, I've, I've, found, I've got a bunch of friends that I didn't know I had, especially when concerts are coming to town. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what is going on that I'm, I'm still comfortable. I mean, my, I'm, the seat does uh, keep the heat in. Partly cloudy skies tonight with a low of 66. Winds on the northeast, 5 to 10 miles per hour. 
Oh no, I had so much sweet. Tomorrow night, close of a lock around 65. Oh, can we go with this? Can we go into the. And we're back with the Sam and Amanda show. I'm Sam. Not tonight. Oh man, I am Amanda. And Mike, I'm <laughs> there we go. Thank you. Well, it's usually, it's, yeah, it's usually, I'm Sam and I'm Amanda, but I, yeah, anyways, I obviously play it in my head too much, but I, we wanted to highlight some things in the community that happened this week because of the season and, um, and how, how involved we were or whatever. And so we went to the little theater of Arcadia and watched the Dickens Christmas, um, production that was there today. We were both there with our family. Yes. Was fun. It was, um. Really, we've got some talented folk in Arcadia, and if you haven't been out to the Opera House yet, or supported um, the Little Theater of Arcadia, it's just kind of starting up again due to COVID, where it was shut down, or even just the fact that they're restoring the Opera House. I guess that even if they had a Little Theater, they wouldn't have been able to go anywhere. The Opera House now um, is open for that kind of um, show, and it was just really sweet. Um, it's really a family affair, family really type of event. I did my research finally this week. Okay. It Once they get it restored and get it opened, as op, it will be the oldest functioning opera house in the state of Florida. And it, it, was built, it was built in 1903, I believe it was. Well, we are excited to be a part of it. The youth group has come out to restore some of it. I know actively, at least my family now is a member there, and so we are going to go as often as we are able to, to support this regrowth i guess in in the in our town yeah one of the things i said recently i missed from st pete was the culture st pete really is a cultural center for the state of florida people don't really know that but if you take all the arts all the museums it really is and coming here to arcadia there was a, a total absence of that and then COVID hit there was complete absence of any culture to speak of and now we have the Opera House being restored, uh, Alan and all of that doing a great job, Team Arcadia, mm -hmm. and then the Little Theater Group, what, mm -hmm. that's what it's called, the Little Theater... It's Little Theater of Arcadia, but it's um, our Team Arcadia Team that's Arcadia. Um, kind of the uh, backing behind it. You know, we were both at the Vaudeville, their very first performance yeah. in over 30 years in the Opera House. That yeah. was a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And then today was the first showing or first performance. Yeah, they there was a first performance at 2. They did a 7 p.m. And you can catch them again this coming Saturday for their last performance of the Dickens um, Christmas. So, yeah, if you're local, definitely go out and support um, that production. It's great to have your times coming back. Absolutely. Really, particularly in our town. Um, another cool thing that happened this week was the wine walk downtown, and I called it the sober wine walk because I wanted to be a part of it, but I wasn't there specifically to get toasted. But I saw people that I knew from either the businesses, the business owners that were over there. Um, some of the restaurants stayed open later. Um, a lot of the businesses stayed open much later than they normally would uh, just to support the type of event that was going on. And there were, oh, so I guess they had estimated two, or had provided 250 um, um, pamphlets. But it turned out that people just kept coming and kept coming. So they had over 300 um, guests and, and people walking around, either from Fort Myers, Cape Coral, Sarasota, people coming from out of, out of town, but a lot of townspeople supporting uh, Arcadia. And it was just really cool. A lot of people were walking around 
with uh, little gift bags because they were doing some Christmas shopping. A lot of the stores were giving something <coughs> away for free. Um, I can't remember what store it is off the top of my head. But one of the antique stores, um, I think it might have been Patsy's Consignments, um, she, she had a scavenger hunt for it. So you could go in. Um, she didn't have, the, have snacks or drinks. She said you go and uh, find an ornament. And once you find it, then you can check out and I'll hole punch your little card. I mean, it was just a really sweet, um, I'm super glad to have been a part of it event and highly encourage people to get out and uh, support the community. Uh, yeah, and you know, anything we can do to help our businesses here in town, and because they're worth helping. I oh, am yeah. not in favor of this, you know, support your local businesses when they're, you know, junk or stupid. Oh, sure, yeah. But, you know, we live in a great town that has great things going on, and so it is good to be out. And supporting it. What did you do Friday night? Well, talking about the arts, you know, without, I mean, with COVID, you know, the high school, middle school band, of course, but most of that's been shut down for a couple of years. And the high school band and the choral department had their concert at our church, in our sanctuary, Friday night. The place was packed. And there are pictures on Facebook of that. If you want to see them, go to our church page. And it was really phenomenal. Mm. Fernando Vera, who is the choral director, and Fernando Freight, yes, they <laughs> both have the same first name, yeah. who is the band director here at the Soto County High School. Both men did an excellent job getting their groups together. And they sounded good. They really did a great job That's cool. sharing not just your normal Christmas hymns or carols, but some really good music. Um, and again, supporting the arts, seeing that happen, uh, it was it was exciting to, to see and to be a part of that. They did a great job. I heard they had a great sound guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, what, yes. Who was there doing the sound? Somebody <laughs> named Mermak? Mermak? I can't remember. I don't know. That's a shameless plug. Another cool thing that I wrote down was the shop with the sheriff or shop with the cop and wrapping presents at Walmart. Shop with a cop. Um, something that, I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never been a part of it until this year. And I was just like random how I was able to get involved. One of the church ladies called me and said, hey, can you wrap presents at Walmart? And I was like, sure, I guess I got nothing else going on. So I went over there and um, just like any, any of the Arcadia Police Department that wasn't out doing something else, they were there at Walmart and they had a list of kids names that they wanted to spend money i mean 100 bucks i'm going to take this kid in there we're going to get him whatever he wants up to a hundred dollars but some of the kids couldn't make it or whatever so they would take whatever was donated take a wad of money a cop would in in his hand walk inside and just ask a parent with the child say hey can i take your kid around and go shopping and get them whatever they want i mean wow. it was really cool I, and I just, I, I hadn't seen that before, but I met a lot of the police officers, and I just thank you, Arcadia Police, for doing what you do, um, really keeping the town safe and keeping the streets, you know, pleasant, <laughs> peaceful, so that we can have different events happen without without intrusion, without obstruction. It was it was really cool to support the community in that way, kids Marshall, and cops. Marshall Anderson does a good job. His yeah. name's Matt Anderson, but he's my neighbor, but I've known him for a long time. Oh, but cool, he's, yeah. He has done a really good job as a marshal, and, and a mar we we have been lucky. The last two or three marshals we've had in the city have been really, really good. Yeah, it so. it was, and, and I didn't play by the rules. This wasn't a crime. I'm shocked. <laughs> but I had gone shopping elsewhere. Matt, listen up. 
And no, he was there. He allowed it. I asked him first. Oh, well, I had gone shopping elsewhere. And I was like, well, can I just like donate money and have you guys wrap my presents? <laughs> and they totally did. They wrapped my presents. Not from Walmart, not a kid's, but they wrapped my presents that I had bought previously. For family. For, for, for my family. They're not yeah. even participating in no, shopping. No, they do, no. That. No, they do that. They'll do that. Well, I didn't know. I mean, it, that's why I was like, well, awesome. So I have gifts that I didn't have to wrap because I don't. I don't wrap. Can you wrap again? I don't. If you want somebody to wrap a present for you and will take joy and pleasure in doing it, call my wife. Oh, <laughs> does she do like she oh, like she does decreases the so she can hide the? Oh yeah. She does the bows oh. and the ribbons and all that. Like. So I grew up with eight brothers. I say this all the time, so I should. I gotta stop saying that. I have a large family. And we, my mom and dad didn't buy wrapping paper. They would get newspaper about yeah. people going to throw it away. And we'd get newspaper wrapped presents. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, it doesn't even. My family used to get plastic bags, whatever, bought it in. Here you go. Well, I mean, we weren't, we weren't that, that bad, I would say, or good, however you want to relive your childhood. But I remembered, so now I don't, I remember it being, it's a, it was a pleasant experience for us. Because, like, yeah, did you get the comics on your present, right? But now I'm like, I don't want to buy I don't want to buy Christmas decor. I don't want to buy wrapping paper. I'm not going to buy a Christmas tree. I'm not so much of a Grinch or a Scrooge, but if somebody else wants to wrap my stuff, uh, I'll do that. I will admit that in the in recent years, I've enjoyed doing Christmas shopping at Bell's department store. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Now, not not the Bell's outlet here in Arcadia. Okay. But no, 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 down Port Charlotte. A real uh, We had a wonderful Bell's near our house in St. Pete. Well, the thing is, at least they used to, I haven't been recently, they have a, a wrapping department inside uh, Bell's. I think they, the one in Port Charlotte, they still do. And it's free. So if you buy something in Bell's and you go over there with your receipt, they wrap it for I you. would not, yeah, if I shopped there, I wouldn't leave without you wrapping it. No reason. <laughs> yeah. No reason. <clears throat> and um, we have to go to break with this, and we'll be right back with the Sam and Amanda Show. Your local hometown radio station. Are you ready to start something new? Are you retired and still want to quit working? Um, you're looking for something challenging and exciting that you can do part-time or full-time? Um, then you should consider I, I want to get to this you know as well, and then we'll... I have already done this. Okay. And then we'll get to the Would You Rather. Okay. Yeah. And that probably takes Yeah. I didn't think I was prepared, but I was so prepared! As well as compelling national city <laughs> All of the back she was, did tonight. Yeah, was done in the last 30 minutes, or an hour and a half ago. We now have immediate openings <clears throat> for sales account executives. Look at all that. Remember, I shot for you guys. I know. Well, that's really good. Yes, you can I, be in radio. Well, choose your best. And have fun, too. Want more information? Call us now. At okay, this is my great question. Dated? Yeah, well, I was on a date with somebody. Oh, oh yes. Out of obligation? No, because I had promised. You were bored. That was bored, yeah. <laughs> Not that you were bored on the day. You were bored, so you agreed to go out with somebody. I sure, yeah. I have. We should talk about worst dates. But did you met Lisa early, early days? Yes, but we dated other people. We were not. How long were you and Francesca? Francesca. I just want to call her Francisca. Francesca. Did you guys meet early or after? Are we back? No. Okay. 
How long did you guys, how old were you guys when you met? Oh, okay, so you had dated. Yeah, I mean, I was 21 when I met my husband, so I didn't have like a lot of dating, but I, years, but I definitely had awful dates. I would love to hear Oh my gosh, I've got some doozies. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Dating. And we're back with the Sam and Amanda show, and I have a did you know. This is super interesting, something I didn't know, or maybe somebody had told me way back in the day, uh, and I had forgotten. But, Go ahead. question. What was the first song ever played in space? Like, the outer space. On December, December 16, 1965. The very first song played in what we call space. Why, why do you ask a question when you've given me the answer? Well, don't look at the answer. Okay, answer. were you surprised by the answer? Absolutely, yes. I know, right? Was well, like, would you was it, uh, let me think, uh, think Christmas? <clears throat> Merry Christmas? Close. Jingle Bells. Oh, really? The very first song okay. ever played I'm in space. I'm not sure I believe this, so tell me the story. I think oh, I've heard that before. Oh, I don't. There's no uh, extra oh, research behind this. Oh, well, how do you know that's I'm right? Because I Googled it. Oh, you did? I mean, there is. There's an article about it, and it's, I just didn't want to delve into the history.org. Right, yeah. no, I, I, I thought I'd heard it before. I thought I'd heard it before. So every time they um, do the satellite, like they're pinging off, like Madonna's up in space and Beyonce's now in space or whatever, but the very first song they pinged in space was, again, space, uh, was Jingle Bells. Because of December 16th is when they were able to get up 1965. Okay, not taking other theories into account for a moment. Do you know that they say that every radio broadcast, because it goes over the airwaves, that escapes our atmosphere, goes straight out into space and keeps going and yes. going and going. Oh, and sure, going. okay. I guess That so. means there's six weeks, 12 hours, of you and me doing this silliness. Just, just now make the more sense. That some yeah, right. alien species somewhere is just loving and laughing and learning right along with us. I wish they would call in. <laughs> no. That's funny. Could you imagine a mass hysteria if that ever happened? Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like the government would cover that up to keep them from panicking. Oh, you mm -hmm. But yeah, I thought that They're was a very neat. Real. Did you know? Yeah, it is. Very, very cool. All right, here's some things that I, you... I would ask next week if you come up with a did you know. To have something, yeah. Don't put it on my sheet. <laughs> and we'll be right back after... No, just kidding. And we're going to play a game called Would You Rather. I'd rather not. But no, <laughs> no, this is fine. Join us next time. Would you rather be feared or loved by all... I thought you said seared. You said feared? Feared with an F as in fox. Feared or loved by all. I would much rather be loved by people. Have you ever watched the show The Office? No. <laughs> Michael, and you knew the answer before you asked Michael the Scott, played by Steve Carell, says, I want right. them to be afraid of how much they love me. That makes sense. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, that that's very much me. That that's my one of my favorite lines. I want them to be afraid of how much they love me. Yeah, I think if people, if, if you're loved, 
then they'll, everything will go good. They'll follow you, you can lead people, you can interact with people. If they fear you, there's some restrictions, there's some boundaries, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Okay, I have one for you. All right. Would you rather, this coming year, 2022, have one vacation for four weeks, four weeks straight, or four vacations each for one week? Four vacations of one week. Yes. But not consecutively. You have to yeah, oh, somewhere. I don't want a month off, no. Okay. Because you, you need a vacation for vacation then. Yeah, that would be like a hard groove to get back into. I'd be so used to not... Working. <laughs> Have you ever heard of pastors or other people that take a month a sabbatical? sabbatical? Yeah, mm -hmm. in that time of it. Now it's not a vacation because that's you, the thing. It's not really a vacation. You though. go off for solitude and you study and you prepare and and you come back even better. Has that ever happened? More refreshing in your than ever in your life. <laughs> yeah, but a sabbatical. No, and all, a vacation. That's more like they're just taking off to like regroup and work. Yeah, right. In all honesty, I have never. Ever. I believe it. In the way thirty-five yeah. years had a sabbatical. I think it's time. What does Lisa think? I think she would support it. I know. In, in all honesty, I, I have a friend back in uh, Clearwater, and he takes two weeks every July. He goes to the mountains. One week he does his planning, his study for the year, and one week he just spends with him and his wife. Nice. They're in a cabin, no cell phones, no movies, no nothing. Just away time, just kind of getting their heads around their life and kind of just, you know, regroup, refresh. I think it's a wonderful idea. Mm. Um, so, I have another one. Okay. Travel the world, but not be able to come home again, or stay in the U.S. and never be able to travel abroad again. So, because I, a good question, I think. Because I have been around the world, I would be fine with staying in Florida. I don't even have to, act, to leave Florida, honestly. Really? I. I yeah, How much I'm, of America have you seen? Of course, you've lived in Michigan. And I have driven from, well, as part of family vacations, we drove to California when we moved out there, and we drove to Florida when we moved here. Um, so I've, I have not been up to New England, uh, like Maine. I've been to like Ma it. Massachusetts. You like New England? I've been to Maine. Yeah, I would like to. That's where Francesca's from. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I would like to go up there, but like, is it a need before I die? Nah, I've I've, I've been places. If I if, if the choice is to stay in one place for the rest of your life, or traveling the rest of your life and never being able to come back to that one place, I think. The traveling would be my choice. Although, yeah, I'm staying. Yeah, I like I've traveled. I like my roots. My now. thing is I've seen, I've seen great things, but I've also seen some really bad yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. now let me have a caveat: traveling with the financial ability to travel well. Sure. Yeah. You know, obviously. Yeah. Oh, okay. You that. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna make it hard for me. So, so I've got another. Would you rather? Would you rather never get angry or never be envious? Wow. Never get angry or never be envious. While you're thinking of that, one of our, our Facebook fans says that they would stay in the States and travel around here. 
they wouldn't go abroad. There is a ton of stuff to see in the States. Oh, oh yeah. sure. Some I've seen, some I haven't. Yeah, but yeah I, I would love to travel America. I got a yeah. whole big old list. That's what I'm saying. I don't need to leave the United States. I'm yeah. But there's a lot of beautiful sights in other parts of the world, too. Sure. Envious or angry? Mm -hmm. What? Never be angry or never be envious. That was the question. Yeah. I, no, I don't know. I, honestly. I think I would rather never be envious because there's, there's some, the righteous anger or the righteous in indignation where I don't know if you can be righteously envied or have envy. Righteously, I don't know. I like, no, I don't think You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, like, for me, I was like, well, okay. I, I'll, just, I'll choose, uh, I'll get angry okay. and be able to cope with that. Yeah. I don't know. I think if I had to pick one, I'd say envy. Uh, I would never want to be envious again because envious can make you angry, it can make you sad, it can make you hate the person. I mean, it, it can and leave right, a bunch of other emotions. Envy means like you have this pencil and I, I want it and I don't want you to have it. Correct. Right, that's okay. Right. And I'm upset that you, you have even something have it. I don't. Yeah. So the government should take it away from you and <laughs> give it to me. Yeah, right. I don't. Now we went into I've another never, field all together. I would want to be. I'd never want to be angry again because this is why. Um, I've never ever been envious of anybody. Seriously. Yeah. Just thinking about it, just sitting here, I cannot come up with one time like. Oh, I, I wish. Yeah. I've just never been that way. Ever. I so I have. I've been envious, and then you know, I'm not. Not that that's a good thing. It's not. So I think I would say I don't want to be envious anymore. Yeah. So I have one for you. Oh, okay. What's that? Oh, I don't know. Let me find. Oh me. no, no. I've got. I've got. Would you rather go to the moon again or go to Mars? Would you rather go to the moon? I've never been to the moon. Oh, well, as, in, as, as, like, as far as space travel, would you rather go to the moon again? Would you rather see the United States go to the moon or Mars? <laughs> Actually, I don't really care about going to the moon or Mars, but if I could travel the, the universe, that I would do. I, can't, I can't even answer a question like that because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I hear mm. you. So, it's going to cross that one off. Did not answer. Would you rather know how you're going to die or when you're going to die? Oh, neither. How you're going to die, you want to know that? Okay, so if I knew, if, well, I'm just trying to, if I knew how, then I would probably get away from that. I wouldn't even touch the, uh, the, the Sleeping Beauty, right? If I knew the, the, what's that thing called, the spinning wheel, if I knew that was oh, going to yeah. be... And obviously they were all burned or whatever. There's still one left. There was one left somehow. You're not going to be able to escape. You're, you're not going to be able to this escape. But if I knew when, like, okay, it's tomorrow. All right. Uh, I, I think I would rather know when, but not how. I think I would rather know when, too, as oh. long as it was sometime in the future, not today. But still future-ish, because you're not dead now. If it's today, I don't want to know. If it's tomorrow, I don't want to know. I don't know. What? I think if I had to, uh, that's hard. Because if you knew how, you're going to change your lifestyle totally. Yeah. You, you still cannot escape. That's it, the thing. Though. You're still going to, but still you're going to try. No matter, okay. Just a human, just a human factor, you're going to try. <coughs> so you're going to change everything. So I think I would want to know, it would stink, but I'd want to know when, and that way I can, that way you could Get uh, prepared. Like, well, get prepared and also take care of what needs to be taken care of before and make sure you say you're. You know, hey, I love using goodbye. Yeah. Okay, I've got one for you. All right, what's that? Better, and because of your questionable choice in music and movies, would you <laughs> rather live without music 
Or live without movies for the rest of your life. I'd rather live without movies. Really? As in, like, I don't need to watch movies. But I, I, I have my COVID skill, if you've got one. You, you, COVID okay. skill? The thing that I worked on, that I, I, a skill slash talent that I worked on because of COVID was playing the keyboard. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, having gone through the mental anguish of learning the ukulele, the guitar, and the keyboard now, I would not want to live without music. I understand. Yeah. I think you get more out of music. I agree. I, no, I, I think would, would, there's I a... I mean, in movies, there is music. No, but I but, just... I would rather I could live without movies any day. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, definitely. I think that my answer for music is because I have worked so hard on trying to develop myself in, the, in that area specifically. Okay. I don't, I I kind of I wanted to move on to jokes because we I remember we were running out of time. Uh, this time know. goes by so quickly on the Sam and Amanda hey, show. Well, uh, let's take a break. All right, let's take a break and we'll come back with jokes on the Sam and Amanda show. Time to find something to do. Mm. <laughs> hey, Santa here. Hey, Santa. What jokes oh, are we going to do? Um, I have two jokes, really. Okay. And then I have a couple other pieces. I just have more stuff. I didn't see it. Look, we haven't even got to the guy. We still got more of that. Yeah, we've got a few more of those. Yeah. And I want to highlight, like, people are doing um, acts of kindness. And so I wanted to highlight our Carol Cookies and... Um, Coco, as well, just talking about how we we sang to um, yes. folks that didn't get out. But I did. so there's just a lot of we a got, lot of stuff. Um, so music is uplifting on a spiritual level. Movies are just entertainment. Thank you for all those Correct. watching on Facebook. Yes. Um, we really do appreciate those that like and comment. Go ahead and share this live, and you'll be entered to win a. Um, some studio time with us, whether that is over the phone or right here in the studio with us. Of course, you'd have to stay up, you know, 9 to 11 p.m. on a Sunday night, Eastern Standard Time, but it might be worth it depending on your schedule and uh, maybe the upcoming uh, vacation days and whatnot that are, that are here with the holidays. So keep that in mind. Share any of our questions on your personal page and you'll be entered to win some time with us. And we'll draw in the first week of January. And you're back with the Sam and Amanda show, and we are talking about peace today. And uh, we're going to move on to some jokes about peace. And you might think to yourself, who jokes about peace? Well, we do Prepare on the Sam and Amanda show. We actually found many jokes that had peace about them. So I wanted to say this first one. Um, <clears throat> rest in peace, boiling water. You will be missed. <laughs> Actually, that's clever. That is that's funny. Clever. Yes. Not funny, but clever. Yeah. I mean, come on. If you're not smiling, you don't even have a heart. I don't have a heart. So this is now. This is um, one that I laughed out loud, but you probably won't. So now I've prepared you. That's okay. not that funny. Okay. All right. All right. I want to die peacefully in my sleep, like my grandpa did. 
not screaming in terror like the passengers on his bus. Yes, I've heard that one before. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I mean, I wasn't, as I was reading it, I wasn't expecting that's not, that's, it. That's not that bad. Yeah, I, and I just, I was like, bah, that's funny. I got, I got, that's the one I will tell. Have you ever been with somebody and they just start laughing out loud uncontrollably and you know they, they're doing something silly, they've read something silly. And you also know that if they were to share it with you, that you would not even. It's laugh not even out funny. Loud. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I had that story of my life. With Amanda, when she was writing the joke. Down. <laughs> I was like, I can't tell you yet. <laughs> okay, but okay. I've got one for you. All right. And I promise these are not funny. <laughs> so let's. You <laughs> promise that's that's funny right there. I let, promise let, these let's put the expectation exactly where it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. These are dad jokes to the extreme. Oh, uh, here we go. If you can start your day without caffeine, if you can always be cheerful, ignoring aches and pains, if you can resist complaining and boring people with your troubles, if you can eat the same food every day and be grateful for it, if you can understand when your loved ones are too busy to give you any time. If you can take criticism and blame without resentment. If you can conquer tension without medical help. If you can relax without alcohol. If you can sleep without the aid of drugs, then you're probably the family dog. <laughs> now, that was pretty good. Well, I have. I, I was like, um, you lost me after like the second one. I was well, like, I mean, am I supposed to remember all of these that things? That was kind of long, but you get the gist of it. That's funny. So you've got one better. No, I, I ran out of joke. I mean, I had literally, I that had, was it. I thought you no, had more no. than one. I, I t rest in peace, boiling water. Oh, yes. oh yeah. You will be missed. <laughs> <laughs> I did mine, too. I, I, got, I got other stuff. Well, I shared some with you earlier tonight mm -hmm. that I just don't feel like uh, I should share on the air, over the radio. Okay. No, there, there's nothing bad about them. They're just... So this this is funny, but not a joke. How about that? Okay. I have ahead. a Florida man. This happened on 12 December 2018. If I did the right research, apparently I'm poor, poor researcher. In Santa Rosa County, which is in the Panhandle, I have family members that live up there. But no, this isn't a family member. Florida man. This gentleman was naked and armed with a crossbow and was <laughs> shot by a police officer. That's awesome. Yeah. And he was praying to the earth and native God to get the aliens that were after him away from him. Now, so what caught my attention was... Naked man with a crossbow? The police officer. Like, you can't just shoot on somebody, especially if it's not, like... As far as we know, the story is that the Florida man wasn't aiming the Florida crossbow man, the at the officer. The police officer ain't going to shoot you unless you're pointing at the hand. And he says, hey, put that down if you don't do it. Well, good news story. The officer, had he wasn't charged with anything. He was told it was an understanding. That means it's a good shoot. Yes, of course. It was. It's just such a crazy story. And then, obviously, this gentleman was on drugs. He had several different kinds in his Shocking. bloodstream. Shocking. Beth was involved, y'all. <laughs> yes. On a Florida man story. But I think that these stories are so <laughs> funny when it comes to all the different elements. Cro like weapon. Crossbow. Clothes, clothes or no clothes. Crocs. Shoes. Naked. Whatever it I is. It's so that. funny. Yes. I better on that. It just happened like about three weeks ago up in your neck of the woods where you're from there. St. Pete. I think it was in St. Pete or Tarpon Springs somewhere. There was a standoff between this guy and the police. 
had barricaded himself in the house. He's hanging out on the roof of this house. While they're in the middle of this standoff, this lady naked on a golf cart comes rolling up through the middle of it. What's going on, y'all? <laughs> yeah. Hits the cop car, tries to run a cop over in her golf cart. You weren't in Tarpon Springs recently, were you? Mm-mm. Okay. So, I will yeah. not admit to any crimes I have or have not committed. So, yeah. So, the, yeah. I don't know what it is about Florida man or Florida woman being naked and the police. By the way, oh yeah. By the way, I'm sorry, real quick. Let me interrupt you. By the way, alcohol and drugs were involved in that one as well. Oh, of course. Yeah. (laughs) Who's sober doing these things? Yes. I do want to put a plug in for next week, real quick. Yes. Of course. Next week is love. One of my favorite words. We're going to be talking about love. We've talked about uh, peace tonight and peace. Yeah. And so it'll be love next week, and we'll have such interesting questions as. Have you ever had a crush on a best friend's sibling? I'm giving oh, sure, yes. Okay, yep, yep. Did you ever date someone, go on a date with someone, just because you were bored, mm. so you went out with somebody? No. And we may even discuss Terrible dates. dates. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dates of oh, terror. And can we mm. discuss our love for Florida Man? Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we'll do some serious conversation yes. about love. Um, I do have another thing I wanted to bring up um, because I didn't. There's a couple of different peace organizations and days like that. So we have an International Day of Peace. Did you know that? I've heard about that. Go ahead. So you know how we had talked about even last week that their Facebook likes to make up things. Okay, so like Espresso Day or whatever or Donut Day. Well, this is By a real way, day. Oh. day was Gingerbread Day. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. I did not have a, I have a gingerbread. Well, I did not know it till it was too late. I, once again, <laughs> um, story of our lives. International Day of Peace is in September, September 21st. Interesting. Like It's just a random date. First started in 1981 by the UN General Assembly. You know what makes that, real, in all seriousness, okay. what makes that absolutely ridiculous? No. Some, who is this? The Norwegian Academy of Sciences. So this is a legitimate organization. They got with historians from England, Egypt, Germany, India, and Norway. And they looked at the last 5,600 years of human history. And in that time period, there were 292 years of peace. That's Out of 5,600 Years, only 291 years of peace. 292 years of peace. Wow. So that's like over 95% of the time in the last... But there was peace on the earth. Less than 5% of the time Mm. there's been peace. (laughs) Nice. Um, And they're getting less and less every minute. Um, So I have another interesting thing about peace. Do you know what the Peace Corps is? Well, I mean... Just in general, but not okay. technical definition. So, in my poor researching skills, I have discovered that the Peace Corps was established on March 1st, 1961. Approximately 240,000 Americans are a part of it, and host countries are 142. So, that means they're in that 142 countries participate in the Peace Corps. America is the United States of America is one of them with 240,000 participants. 65% are female, 35% are male, and the average age is 26. Wait, wait, I mean male, female? 65% are female, 35% male. 
Now that does surprise me. I may have thought it was more 50-50 or even slightly the other way. I had no idea. But the Peace Corps was started, and then 20 years later was the International Day of Peace. I just thought this is interesting figures here. Nothing, no more data points than that. But sure, just interesting. Sure. Yeah. And yet we've got less peace. And yet, yeah, there's still... 95% of the time on earth is And so we talk about conflict. peace. People always say they want peace. And the truth is, as humans, we're terrible hmm. at, at actually achieving peace. Right. Um, something that I found interesting um, before, and I do have a serious touch point that I want to close with, um, that what because of the COVID and the different things that are happening in the world, like with the shortages and the... Uh, Stuff that's still out in the waters off of the coast of California, right? The tattoo industry is booming. Really? Yeah. What's well, the connection? Facts well, and figures. You want me to tell you why? I already know. You need to tell me. Okay, tell me. Sure. All those merchant marines are bored, and they're getting off the boat, coming ashore to have some uh, R&R. &R, they ain't got nothing better to do. I mean, I think that it's more, yes, even more than that. I think people... The, Tattoo artists, it has goes back to arts. So in a way, people are drawing. People want to have mark this time of of stupid things going on. So I mean, the the tat, it doesn't say the tattoos are quality or that they're that they're meaningful. But they're they're you know mask tattoos, needle tattoos because of the vax. Like oh, I got my third shot. It's just stuff like really? not implant. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying like they are marking their body with the last two years of nonsense that has been going on. And they're commemorating it in a way on their skin. Think of the thing that says, I did that on her arm. Yeah, I did that that thing <laughs> in 2019. Like no, it's no, no, no. interesting. Like the little president Biden points says, I did. Oh that. yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I just something I that found oh, interesting. I can honestly say, without even spending time thinking about it, in the last two years of COVID, I have never thought an appropriate response would be go get a tattoo. <laughs> no, I'm sure others have. <laughs> I got, COVID, no, I got, oh sure, sure. I got one this year. Well, I mean, but, I got. I'm well, not going to get a tattoo. I got one last year, and I have one already, an appointment ready for next year. So you're part of a statistic. I well, so are you. Not in the same way. But not in the same way, correct? Yeah. I just thought that was cool, and I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. And two. oh, you do have two? Yeah. Um, so as we, as we're closing, I do want to mention that of the, um, Arkansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee, the deadly tornadoes that swept through, um, the states up north of Florida as they, they were terrible from the footage that I saw, oh, wow. um, yeah. just horrific. I don't, I don't remember the name of the town that I've seen footage of, but it, it looks like, literally looks like a bomb went off, like roofs are ripped off. It looks like a hurricane went through, like the whole town, like. The courthouse roof was ripped off. Yeah. The building's just knocked over. It's, it's wow. So far, at least from what I was able to see, um, at least a hundred and 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 counting people are dead or yeah. missing be, if, because of this. There was no warning. Um, it was like it was the middle of the night. Like right in the middle two, of the night. Two o'clock in the morning. And and because it went through, there were so many states. Or the, the the tornadoes covered so much ground. Um, there, there was, was like nowhere 30, to go. I think they said thirty-two. They counted thirty-two on the ground. Yeah. 
throughout the night. So I just want, I want the, if anybody were to be listening, you have family members that live in the area, do know that people at First Baptist Church Arcadia and Pastor Sam, myself, and Mark in the morning, but late at night as well, we are praying for you guys, and Pastor Sam is going to have, well, I'm sorry, you are a pastor, but you're just Sam here, right? Right. Um, Sam has a couple of uh, verses to kind of close us out with our peaceful show tonight. And we appreciate all those that watch us on Facebook and listen to us over the radio on 104.5. So here you go. (coughs) For the second time, and again, thank you for being with us tonight. It doesn't make much sense, but Philippians 4, 7, And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. When your hearts are troubled and your mind, you just don't know what to do. The answer is in Christ Jesus. We encourage you, Sam and Amanda, tonight to find your peace in Him. We love you. Thank you for being part of the show. Next week, love. I'm excited about that. Are you? Very, very much so. It's really going to be a great show. We invite you to be back be a part of it. Thank you for being part of the Sam and Amanda show. Show this week. We'll see you next week on Class 104.5 the Sam and Amanda Show at 9 p.m. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining us today on the Sam and Amanda Show podcast, where we love, laugh, and learn together. Try to find us on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, even. Find us, like us, share us, and listen to us next time.